worship you, Father. We worship you, Father. We worship you. Ikirima manturo boshikaya. Hallelujah. Ikarabashiki silo borobo bonte. Hallelujah. Praise God. Oh, we thank you, Jesus. We worship you. We come to you. Hallelujah. Each one of us here, Father. We praise you. 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 We thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your presence here. Thank you, mighty teacher, mighty Holy Ghost. Help your way in our midst. We honor you, praise you, bless you. We thank you, Father. In the mighty, mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. We welcome you to our Bible study. Amen. Pastor Michael has traveled. Here I am. Praise God. But don't just see me. See what God has put in me. Receive from that gift. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. And as we know, we are studying wisdom, right? So let's go ahead and start. We'll look at Proverbs chapter 4, verses 1 to 13. Alright, Proverbs chapter 4, verses 1 to 13. Proverbs chapter 4, verses 1 to 13. Alright? Say here, here, you children, the instruction of a father and attend to no understanding. For I give you good doctrine, forsake you not my law. You see, here you can see that David's instruction to his son Solomon. It is also the instruction of our father to his children, and also those of us who are parents, our instruction to our children. Okay? So it's important what we show, what we live, our lifestyle to our kids is very important. Alright? We'll continue reading first in English and then we'll read the Canada, alright? So verse 2 says, I have, For I give you good doctrine, forsake you not my law. For I was my father's son, tender and only beloved in the sight of my mother. Here you can see that Solomon is talking about the instructions he received from his father. See David, when you look at First Kings, Let's go to 1 Kings chapter 15 and verse 5. 1 Kings chapter 15 and verse 5. See, David, because David did that which was right in the eyes of the Lord and turned not aside from anything that he commanded him all the days of his life, save only in the matter of Uriah the Hittite. So David messed up concerning Bathsheba and murdering a husband. He did mess up, but he repented. But in every other way, you can see that David did right in the sight of the Lord. Amen? So you can see the instruction, the father to the son. Let's go back to Proverbs 4. Let's continue on verse 3. For I was my father's son, tender and only beloved in the sight of my mother. He taught me also and said unto me, let thine heart retain my words. Keep my commandments and live. So we can say this to our children also. Let your heart retain my words. Keep my commandments. So the new covenant, we only have one commandment, the royal law of love. Amen? We are not, Jesus has fulfilled the law and he has given us the royal law of love. So we can say, keep walking in love and live. And the next verse says, get wisdom. Verse 5, get wisdom, get understanding, forget it not. 
neither decline from the words of my mouth. Forsake her not, so don't forsake wisdom, and wisdom shall preserve thee. Okay, forsake her not, and she shall preserve thee. Love her, and she shall keep thee. Verse 7, wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom, and with all thy getting, get understanding. So it's not a passive thing, it's something that you're actively going after. Get wisdom, get understanding. Next verse, exalt her, and she shall promote thee. Many times we get prayer requests, you know, Pastor Michael, please pray that we get job promotion. What does the Bible say? Exalt wisdom. Go after wisdom. Get wisdom and wisdom shall promote you. Amen? She shall bring thee to honor when thou dost embrace her. She shall give thine head an ornament of grace, a crown of glory shall she deliver to thee. Hear, O my son, and receive my sayings, and the years of your life shall be many. I have taught you in the way of wisdom. I have led you in the right path. When you go, your steps shall not be straightened. Here, straightened means distress. Your path will not be in distress. Alright? And when you run, thou shalt not stumble. Take fast hold of instruction. Let her not go. Keep her, for she is thy life. Hallelujah. Can we have that in Canada, please? Makkalira, Tandeya Shikshiravanu niyu keeliri, Vivekavanu Graisuvante nodiri, Nanu nimagi, Subodhinenu maduenu, Niyu nana kattalenu bidabediri, Nanu komalanu, Nana taya kristiyali priyanagi, Oppani agiddu, Nana Tandeya maganagi tene. Avanu bodhisi, Nanagi heliginendare, Nana matukalunu, Nina hridayu kollali. Nana Adnikalanu Kaikundu Jivisu, Nana Vanu Vivekavanu Sampadisu, Augalanu Marediru, Aladi, Nana Paya Matukalanu Nirakarisa Beda, Augalanu Tajisadare, Au Ninanu Kairo, Augalanu Pritisare, Au Ninanu Kaparo, Nanawe Mukhevadatu, Adarinda Nana Vanu Sampadisu, Nina Ella Sampatinda Vivekavanu Padiko, Aki and Nina Meletare, Aki Ninan Meletuadu. Aki and in Apikundare, Aki in a no Ganatek Tarwadu, Aki in a Taleki Kripe Abarnavagirwadu, Aki in a Ganati Akiritu no Piswadu, Onana Magani, Ali Sinana Matu Nangi Karisu, Aga in a Jivita Varshabu Hitchago, Nana the Magadali, Nanaki Bodhisidanu, Taria the Tarigali Nanan Nadisidanu, Nin Nadiwaga in a Hitchiki Katagadu, Nin Uruaga Mukarisudilla. And verse 13 also. Shikshanavanu Katyagi Hiriko, Adu Ninin the Tolagari Hirali, Adanu Kapadu, Adaninagi Jiva Vagide. Amen. Hallelujah. So you see the key words here get, 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 get wisdom, get understanding. In all you are getting, get wisdom, get understanding. Amen. You have, you have to go after it. See, Jesus grew in wisdom. So we can't get fed up of wisdom. We grow, we grow, we keep growing. Hallelujah. So what is wisdom? What is understanding? What is knowledge? Okay? I can give you an example like this. Okay? I have limited knowledge of our car and limited understanding of our car. 
that we drive. But my husband has more knowledge and more understanding of our car. For example, like I know you press the accelerator, the car goes. You press the brake, the car stops. You know, not for me, I don't think much. But my husband knows if you press too much, the amount of diesel, it will guzzle. He has an understanding of the mechanisms of the engine. So, knowledge, you know, okay, the car is low, it's a, you know, it's a low car, it's not a high car, okay, it's got four, four, you know, tires, it's got, the, I mean, the wheels, it's got a steering, you have a certain knowledge. I mean, I don't have much knowledge about the engine, he has more knowledge about the engine, but understanding of how it works, okay, the car is slow, so, Pastor will be like, my husband will be like, if you drive on top of a speed bump, you have to take it to a certain angle. He understands that you have to, you have to go in a certain angle to climb that speed bump. Otherwise, you'll scrape the bottom. So he has that understanding of how the car works. So when you apply the knowledge and you apply the understanding skillfully, that is wisdom. So wisdom is a skillful application of knowledge and understanding. So you have to have knowledge. You have to have understanding, alright, and you apply that skillfully, that is wisdom. You know, like once I remember trying out a recipe, I saw the back of the packet, I read the recipe, oh it's so easy, and the recipe says you have to add curd or yogurt. So okay, I added a set, set curd that we get here, I mix it up, let it sit for 10-15 minutes, and then when I made the product, it wasn't the desired result. I was wondering why is that? Because I didn't have the understanding the curd that I needed to use was not a set curd but the local homemade curd which is far. So knowledge alone is not enough. You need to go get understanding and when you apply the knowledge and the understanding together skillfully that is wisdom. Alright? But we need to have knowledge, we need to go get knowledge Otherwise, what happens? You can be a walking encyclopedia. You can know the whole Bible from Genesis to Revelation, but you can still make foolish moves. You have to get the knowledge, you have to get the understanding, and how to apply skillfully what to say, what not to say, when to say, how much to say, when not to say. That is wisdom. Alright? We don't say everything to everyone all the time. There is a time when to do what? Amen? And doing that skillfully, that is wisdom. Praise God. Now let's look at Proverbs chapter 20, verse 5. Proverbs 20, verse 5. Counsel in the heart of man is like deep water, but a man of understanding will draw it out. Can you please have that in Canada? Manushana Hridayaka Alochanayu Aravada Bhaviya Nirnantide Viveki Vadanu Sedvani Hallelujah! See, counsel. Counsel that you are looking for. Lord, what should I do in this junction? I need wisdom in this junction. What do I do? Do I go left or do I go right? Do I take this job or do I take that job? I mean, you, you could have like three job offers. Which job do I take? And you're waiting at a junction of marriage. You may be getting three top proposals from believer. Which believer do I marry? I mean, all this voice of reasoning, oh, this pay packet is better, this place is better. Now, how do you know what is the counsel of God? 
See, the counsel, the plan and purpose of God for our life has been deposited in our spirit. Okay? So the counsel in the heart of man is like deep water, but a man of understanding will draw it out. Okay? Literally. Literally. And you've heard the joke, when somebody tells you a joke and you don't understand, you stand like that, and finally get it, ah, the tube light finally came on. And this the realm of the spirit, literally what is in your spirit, when your understanding dries up, it's like blink, your soul suddenly, you know, quickens, enlightens. Oh, I know I have to marry this person. I have to take this job. This is the church I go to. But now let's see how do we do that? Because we must understand that we are spirits, we have a soul and we live in a body. And there are so many noises around us. The voice of reasoning, people's friendly advice, they want to give us their counsel in the matter. All the sounds, all the noises there. How do we separate the voice of reasoning and to draw deep to listen to the counsel of your spirit? Alright? In order to do that, we need to go to the Word of God. Philippians chapter 4. Let's go to Philippians 4, verse 6 to 8. Philippians 4, 6 to 8. Be careful for nothing. But in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. Verse 7. And the peace of God which passes all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Verse 8. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things that are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, Whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. So first of all, what do we do? We don't fret about it. Okay? Go back to verse 6. Let's read that in Canada and then I'll explain. Yava Sambandavadi Chinte Madade, Sarva Vishadali, Devaramande, Kripajata Sutiyanu, Pratana Vignapanavan the Madhuta, Nimaki Bekaradan Tilya Padisiri. ಮಾತ್ರ Amen. See, we have heard these verses again and again. We have received knowledge of these verses, but we have not really, really dug in and applied to certain situations. Amen. First of all, verse 6 says, Be careful for nothing. That means don't be anxious about anything. Don't be fretful about anything. There are so many situations out there. So many situations are challenging in the natural. But what does the word says? Be careful for nothing. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. Father, which job should I take? Father, who should I marry? You commit that request to God. Father, I need your wisdom in this matter. I need your direction in this matter. And then, you take the verses concerning your situation. You want direction? Get verses on direction. Uh, you know, there are so many verses on direction. 
trust, you know, I trust in the Lord your God with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him and He shall direct your path. Our footsteps are ordered of the Lord. We are His sheep. We listen to His voice. We listen to the voice of a good shepherd, the voice of a stranger. We will not follow. So you're digging into the word concerning your situation. As you continue meditating on the word of God and be praying in tongues. Meditate on the word, praying in tongues. Meditate on the word, praying in tongues. And all these other voices coming, you are, you are not paying attention to those voices around you. But you are digging in, digging in, digging in into the word of God until the peace of God mount guards your mind and leads you. Amen? And Colossians 3, verse 15 and 16, another verse to confirm this. Colossians 3, 15. And let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to the which also you are called in one body, and be thankful. Next verse, please. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. What happens when you continue in that mode of seeking the Lord for your situation, you get those verses and you're spending time digesting those verses, you're digging deep into those verses and thinking of the truth of those verses, eventually the peace of God, God will come upon you and you will end up singing. There will be a joy. There will be a song in your heart. There will be a thanksgiving. And the direction will be made clear to us. Hallelujah. But for us to separate what is in our soul and our spirit, it takes time. It takes effort, which most people in the body of Christ do not want to do. They want quick answers. They want to just go to the pastor. Pastor, pray for me. Who shall I marry? Pastor, pray for me. Which job do I take? You see, we are sons of God. The Bible says those who are led by the sons of God. We each one, the body of Christ, is supposed to be listening to the Holy Ghost. Amen. And God will use men and women of God to confirm what He has already spoken in your heart. Hallelujah. But you are not supposed to be led by people of God. You are not supposed to be led by prophet of God. You are supposed to be led by the Spirit of God. And His word is the foundation, the more sure word of prophecy. So take verses for your situation. I mean now, even church, which church do I go to? Many people in the body of Christ, many people, they are so confused, they don't know which church they should go. There are a lot of church hoppers, they're like, do I go to this church? Do I go to that church? You know, I remember Pastor Michael's story when he got born again in Nigeria. He visited many, many churches, mega churches, awesome praise and worship. You know, there were miracles in those churches, big time, big, big churches. And finally, he went to one small church. There was only the pastor, one person there in the congregation, and he was the next one. And he said the peace of God, in the relief that he felt there, he knew this is the church he was supposed to be. Amen? I'm not advocating that you all need to go to a small church. No, wherever God leads you. See, God led him there. Finally, he worked full-time there. He became the associate pastor. And then the church started growing, increasing. And then God told him, go to your country and your kindred now prosper you. God was teaching him in that specific situation how to start from scratch. So when he came to Bangalore, he had to pioneer the work from scratch. And here we are again, 23 years later, we are doing a scratch brand new work. Amen? So anywhere we are, God has been training him. Okay? So, 
But basic thing about church, let's look at 1 Timothy chapter 3, verse 15. If you want to know about church, which church to go to, you can take this verse, alright, and meditate on that. Well, this verse says, but if I tarry long, that thou mayest know how thou oughtest to behave thyself in the house of God, which is the church of the living God, the pillar and ground of the truth. Amen? Can you please have that in Canada? 1 Timothy 3.15 ಆದರೆ ಒಂದು ವೇಳೆ ನಾನು ತಡ ಮಾಡಿದರೂ ಸತ್ಯಕ್ಕೆ ಸ್ತಂಭವೂ ಆಧಾರವೂ ಆಗಿರುವ ದೇವರ ಮನೆಯಲ್ಲಿ ಅಂದರೆ ಜೀವಸ್ವರೂಪನಾದ ದೇವರ ಸಭೆಯಲ್ಲಿ ನಡೆದುಕೊಳ್ಳಬೇಕಾದ ರೀತಿಯು ನಿನಗೆ ಗೊತ್ತಾಗಬೇಕು and the pillar. Pillar is something that holds the structure. So the strength of the church and the foundation of the church has to be built upon the truth. The pillar, the pillar and the ground has to be built on the truth. You understand that? So you see, you see, you must understand there's no perfect church. Okay? Every church you go, you may find a flaw because we are being perfected. But at least the basic foundation, the basic thing the church is holding on, the pillar and the ground has to be built on truth, the truth. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth and the life. Jesus, truth. Jesus, you know, is very, very serious about truth. Recently I heard about a church abroad that they teach the congregation, you know, they do something and they call it the divine deception. They say that, you know, it's okay to lie to the congregation, to deceive them, because it's for their own good. Jesus, <laughs> the head of the church, who is the truth, does not need the help of the devil, who is the father of lies, to build his church. Jesus said, I will build my church, and the gates of hell cannot prevail against it. So truth is very powerful. Let God be true, and every man a liar. We do not need the help of any lie. You understand that? I mean, some people think, oh, it's a big picture. It's a bigger picture we have to see if we twist things around here. If we lie here a little bit, we have to see the harvest. Come on, Jesus does not need the help of the Father of life to, to do His great command, to do His commission. Amen? If you can't speak the truth at that time, it's better to keep quiet. Okay, the Bible says, Jesus says sometimes he couldn't speak to them because they couldn't bear it. They couldn't bear the truth. So he won't say something to some people. You know, yes, you speak the truth in love, but some people are not ready to receive it. They are not able to bear it. If you cannot speak the truth, it's better to keep quiet. But do not lie thinking that I'm helping Jesus' commission. No. That is total trash. Okay? Church is supposed to be built on the pillar and ground of their truth. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Did we read that in Canada? Okay? So, if you are looking for a church, think about that. Pray about that. See where you have peace about. 
where there is joy. Think about take these verses and you pray, meditate on these verses and go for it. See, ultimately you and I are going to stand in front of Jesus. He is a loving father, he is a merciful high priest, but his eyes are burning fire. He is Mr. Truth. Amen. I want to hear well done, good and faithful servant. Amen. I don't want to hear anything like, I don't know you. Jesus, I did this in your name. I did that in your name. You know, he's merciful, but as long as we examine ourselves and walk in his path, his mercy is there to keep us. Hallelujah. But it's dangerous to dabble with the father of life. Okay? Praise God. So, which church do we go to? Remember your own company. Who do you have close association with? You see, we are called separated ones. We are the chosen, the called out, the ecclesia. But we are not called to be segregated. Amen? See, most of you are in college, in school, in secular jobs. You are there, you know, giving light, Jesus' light to your workplace. You are not just supposed to be segregated from those people. But, your close associations, who do you spend time with more? Who do you allow the space in your mind? Is it the television? Is your fellowship television or the game or internet? I mean, any any technology can be used for good or bad. Alright? So you have to understand, who am I giving more time to? Okay? So who you fellowship with, that is going to affect you. Praise God. Let's look at Proverbs um, chapter 13 and verse 20. Proverbs chapter 13 and verse 20. He that walks with wise men shall be wise, but the companion of fools shall be destroyed. Can we have that in Canada, please? Nanavantara jatek nadi vavanu, jnani agirvanu, buddhi inara jatekaranu nashavaguvanu. Amen. Can we also see this verse in the Amplified? Thank you, brother. He who walks as a companion with wise men is wise, but he who associates with self-confident fools is a fool himself and shall smart for it. That means he will pay for it. He himself will suffer for it. If your fellowship is TV, I mean, check the balance. Nothing is wrong with TV, okay? Please don't get me wrong. But the balance of it, how many hours do you spend in front of the TV or the internet in comparison with the Word of God? How long? Is that your close association? You will be influenced by that. He says, don't be fooled. Whoever you walk with, whoever you give your mind space. I remember Pastor Michael saying, garbage in, garbage out. Whatever you put in your mind, that is what will come out. Because out of the abundance of your heart, the mouth will speak. Amen? So be careful what you're giving the mind space. Praise God. And let's also go to Second Corinthians. Second, um, sorry, First Corinthians, First Corinthians, verse fifteen and thirty-three. First Corinthians, chapter fifteen, verse thirty-three. See, we need at least two scriptures to establish our doctrine, right? Here it says, "Be not deceived; evil communications corrupt good manners." Can we see that the Amplified also, while uh, we read the Canada version? Most of the 
ಒಳ್ಳೆ ನಡವಳಿಕೆಯನ್ನು ಕೇಳಿಸ್ತದೆ do not be so deceived and misled see it's going to affect your leading you're going to be led by the spirit or you're going to be misled evil companionship communion association corrupt and deprave good manners and morals and character amen it is going to affect you don't think like oh no it won't affect me so don't be deceived don't be deceived bible is giving us a warning don't be deceived you can be a friend you can have friends in your workplace but remember your close association how much time you're giving to them don't be misled be careful about that hallelujah i mean can you imagine adam and eve in the entire garden and they having fellowship with god every day in the cool of the day they decided to have standing in a wrong company that one day the tree that they were not supposed to be at they end up standing around that particular tree what happened how counsel was corrupted by the devil amen you can see that in second corinthians second corinthians chapter 11 and verse 3 did god really say how do you know god said that you know this very subtle but now i am fearful lest that even as the serpent beguiled eve by his cunning so your minds may be corrupted and seduced from wholehearted and sincere and pure devotion to christ can you see the king james version please but i fear lest somehow as the serpent deceived eve by his craftiness so your minds may be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ can we read the kannada version please agare howalu sarpada koyittige olabittu hege mosa hodalu hage nimma manasugalu kristuna veshadalirabekada saralatenu bittu kettu horutendru nanage bhaya ide see that so your companionship your close association can affect your mind can corrupt your mind from the simplicity of Christ i mean god's word said it i believe it and that settles it but then this other voice did god really say that it is okay to do this there's nothing wrong with that it is this time we're in this generation you know bible is so old come on we can just tweak it a little bit to suit our circumstances amen when you think about that when you listen to those voice of reasoning you know now this was the latest trend gender i mean i mean what does the bible say about that it's very strong but even christians who are ignorant they have let their mind be corrupted amen because of the association they say oh that's okay let them have freedom of expression that is wrong they became like that because their mind was so corrupted corrupted god let them do what they want defile they defile themselves hallelujah so we need to be careful from being simplicity that in christ be simple study the word pray in the holy ghost walk in love spend time with god have a personal relationship with god loyalty to the word of god and jesus comes number one than any person keep that simplicity in christ go for fellowship what jesus say listen to that hallelujah the letting all this worldly mystical things 
that they include Jesus also among the other gods. Come on, that's being corrupted. Hallelujah. You see, you must remember the devil is very cunning. The biggest lie has an element of truth in it. He just twists the truth, makes it sound so normal, but if you move, you know the aeroplane, Pastor told us about, you know, the flight plan, the aeroplane. If you're supposed to go to north, but if it turns a small degree to the west, maybe just 10 degrees, you end up reaching another destination. You understand that? Even if a slight tweak or twisting the truth, your destiny is going to be somewhere else. You're going to be misled. So stick with the uncorruptible word of God, the truth. Hallelujah. Stick with that. And when Satan, you know, when he was created, he was very beautiful. He was Lucifer. We can see that in Ezekiel chapter 28, verse 12, please. Ezekiel 28, verse 12. Son of man, take up a lamentation for the king of Tyre and say to him, Thus says the Lord God, You were the seal of perfection, full of wisdom and perfect in beauty. Can we have the King James Version, please? Yeah, son of man, take up a lamentation upon the king of Tyrus. You see, you must understand the king of Tyrus is referring to Satan. There were dual kingdoms. It's like a puppet. So Satan was controlling the prince of Tyrus, whatever he wanted him to do, and he was doing the work for the devil. So there's a lamentation that's against, you know, Satan. And say unto him, Thus says the Lord God, Thou sealest up the sum full of wisdom. So when Lucifer was created, he was not created as Satan. He was created as an archangel full of wisdom. He was full of wisdom. Can you imagine that? Lucifer was had full of wisdom and perfect in beauty. Verse 13, please. Thou hast been in Eden, the garden of God. This is not the garden of Eden that God created for Adam and Eve. This is Eden, the garden of God. Every precious stone was thy covering, the sardius, topaz, and the diamond, the beryl, the onyx, and the jasper, the sapphire, the emerald, the carbuncle, the gold, the workmanship of thy tablets and of thy pipes was prepared in thee in the day that thou wast created. I mean, you had full of wisdom, you were perfect in beauty. You were beautiful, all the precious stone covering, and inside him, musical instrument. Can you imagine? He was in charge of praise and worship. He had musical instruments in him. Can you imagine how awesome being he was? And look at verse 17. Thine heart was lifted up because of thy beauty. See, God did not put sin in him. It's not God. He got lifted up in pride because of his beauty. Thou hast corrupted thy wisdom. See, his heart was lifted up in pride because of his beauty. And his full wisdom became what? Corrupted wisdom. Thou hast corrupted thy wisdom by reason of thy brightness. Because of his beauty, he corrupted his wisdom. Therefore God says, I will cast thee to the ground. I will lay thee before kings that they may behold thee. 
Hallelujah. I mean, Jesus said, I saw Satan fall like lightning. The Father God just moved to speaking. The great Jehovah and Satan just fell down. Pow! Hallelujah. But you see, from what stage he became to nothing. Alright, can we please have that in Canada? Manusha Putrani, Turina Arasana Vishadali, Shoka Gita Neti, Avaniki Higi Hedu, Devaraka Kartanu Higi Hedutani, Sampurna Jani, Paripurna Sundaravada Ninu, Lekavana Mudisuti, Devara Totavada Eden Nali Niniti, Manikya, Pusharagya, Pachi, Pitaratna, Vajra, Vaidurya, Nila Goma Dika, Kimpus Patika, Chinna, I Amulla Vadovala in the Pushtavagiti, Ninalita, Dhammarigalu, Kalalugalu, Yugara Karasu, Ninalitu, Nina Sustia Dinadali, Sitavadu, Nina Sandari the Nimitta, Nina Hudu Upikonditu, Nina Prakasha the Nimitta, Nina Janavan Kirisikondi, Nanu Nina Nelaka Hakuenu, Arasanamundi, our Nodua Hagi, Nina Nudutene. Amen. Because of pride, his wisdom got corrupted. When pride comes before fall, this has literally, literally happened to him. He got in pride and he fell. So we have to be careful to examine ourselves that are the wisdom of God we're walking in, as we're growing in, we should not allow it to be corrupted by, number one, association, by walking with foolish people who are constantly trying to explain to you against the counsel of God, Okay, with their intellect, we are intellectuals, we are new age people, all gods are one, nonsense, nobody died for me by Jesus Christ alone. No man gave his life for me, no other deity gave his life for me, Jesus Christ alone. So don't let anything corrupt your mind because we can get corrupted by pride, number one, so keep checking. Keep checking. If you think I'm great, I'm not talking about false humility. We are chosen. We are royal priesthood. When God has put a signet ring on us, we need to receive that. But pride in our own self, apart from what God has said. You understand that? So please know the difference. So it's very important who we associate with, who we listen to, and don't depart from the simplicity of Christ. Hallelujah. Let's look at Proverbs chapter 9. We're going to read this um, entire chapter. It's a very short proverb. See, Proverbs chapter 9 in the Message Bible, the heading talks about Lady Wisdom has prepared her dinner party. It's so beautiful. Lady Wisdom has prepared her dinner party. Okay? Proverbs chapter 9 verse 1 says, Wisdom has built her house. She has hewn out her seven pillars. She has killed her beasts. She has mingled her wine. She has also furnished her table. She has sent forth her maidens. She cried upon the highest places of the city. Whoso is simple, let him turn in hither. As for him that wants understanding, she says to him, Come, eat of my bread and drink of the wine which I have mingled. Forsake the foolish and live, and go in the way of understanding. He that reproveth a scorner gets to himself shame, and he that rebuketh a wicked man 
gave himself a blot. Reprove not a scorner lest he hate thee. Rebuke a wise man and he will love thee. Give instruction to a wise man and he will be yet wiser. Teach a just man and he will increase in learning. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and the knowledge of the holy is understanding. Let's read that in Canada up to verse 10 first. ಜ್ಞಾನವೆಂಬಾಕೆಯು ತನ್ನ ಮನೆಯನ್ನು ಕಟ್ಟಿಕೊಂಡಿದ್ದಾಳೆ ಆಕೆಯು ತನ್ನ ಏಳು ಕಂಬಗಳನ್ನು ಕೆತ್ತಿಸಿದ್ದಾಳೆ ಆಕೆಯು ತನ್ನ ಪಶುಗಳನ್ನು ವಧಿಸಿ ತನ್ನ ದ್ರಾಕ್ಷರಸವನ್ನು ಧರಿಸಿ ತನ್ನ ಮೇಜನ್ನು ಸಹ ಸಿದ್ಧಪಡಿಸಿದಳು ಆಕೆಯು ತನ್ನ ಕಣ್ಣಿಕೆಯನ್ನು ಕಳಿಸುತ್ತಾಳೆ ಆಕೆಯು ಪಟ್ಟಣದ ಅತಿ ಉನ್ನತ ಸ್ಥಳಗಳಲ್ಲಿ ಮೂರ್ಖನು ಯಾವನೋ ಅವನು ಇಲ್ಲಿಗೆ ತಿರುಗಲಿ ಎಂದು ಕೂಗುತ್ತಾಳೆ ತಿಳುವಳಿಕೆ ಇಲ್ಲದೆ ಇರುವವನಿಗೆ ಆಕೆಯು ಬಾ ನನ್ನ ರೊಟ್ಟಿಯನ್ನು ತಿಂದು ನಾನು ಧರಿಸಿದ ದ್ರಾಕ್ಷರಸನ್ನು ಕುಡಿ ಎಂದು ಮೂಡರನ್ನು ಬಿಟ್ಟು ಬಾಳು ಮತ್ತು ವಿವೇಕದ ಮಾರ್ಗದಲ್ಲಿ ಹೋಗು ಎಂದು ಕೂಗುತ್ತಾಳೆ ಪರಿಹಾಸ್ಯ ಮಾಡುವವನು ಗದರಿಸುವವನು ತನಗೆ ತಾನೇ ಅವಮಾನಕ್ಕೆ ಗುರಿ ಮಾಡಿಕೊಳ್ಳುವನು ದುಷ್ಟನನ್ನು ಗದರಿಸುವವನು ತನಗೆ ತಾನೇ ಕಳಂಕವನ್ನು ತಂದುಕೊಳ್ಳುವನು ಪರಿಹಾಸ್ಯ ಮಾಡುವವನು ನಿನ್ನನ್ನು ಹಗೆ ಮಾಡದಂತೆ ಅವನನ್ನು ಗದರಿಸಬೇಡ ಜ್ಞಾನಿಯನ್ನು ಗದರಿಸಿದರೆ ಅವನು ನಿನ್ನನ್ನು ಪ್ರೀತಿ ಮಾಡುವನು ಜ್ಞಾನಿಗೆ ಶಿಕ್ಷಣ ಮಾಡಿದರೆ ಅವನು ಇನ್ನೂ ಹೆಚ್ಚಾಗಿ ಜ್ಞಾನವಂತನಾಗಿರುವನು ನೀತಿವಂತನಿಗೆ ಬೋಧಿಸಿದರೆ ಅವನು ಜ್ಞಾನವನ್ನು ಹೆಚ್ಚಿಸಿಕೊಳ್ಳುವನು ಕರ್ತನ ಭಯವೇ ಜ್ಞಾನಕ್ಕೆ ಮೂಲವು ಪರಿಶುದ್ಧರ ತಿಳುವಳಿಕೆಯೇ ವಿವೇಕವು You see, we are holy. Holy means what? Completely separated unto God in everything that we are and everything that we do. Amen? What would Jesus do literally in that situation? How would Jesus behave in his thoughts, in his words, in his actions? Knowledge of the holy is understanding. Let's look at the knowledge of the holy in Jude 20. Jude 20 to 25. The knowledge of the Holy Spirit is the merciful God. Father of mercies, God of all comfort. Jesus, the high priest of mercy. Remember that. So let's look at the, how he functions, how he operates, how he rolls. Amen. But you, beloved, building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. Next verse. Keep yourself in the love of God, looking For the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life, and of some have compassion, making a difference. Amen. On some have compassion. Okay, they have fallen into something. You have compassion. Does not mean you have to partake of that sin. You have to make a difference. That is holiness. You have compassion that person. You are looking for mercy. You are praying for the person. Lord, mercy. Mercy on me that I won't be in that place. Mercy. You have, you're looking for the mercy of God. You're walking in the love of God. You're building yourself up in the you're most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. But remember, holiness, you're making a difference. Hallelujah. And others safe with fear, pulling them out of the fire, hating even the garments spotted by the flesh. Amen. You see, a scorner will not listen to you. If a person really needs help, the first thing is to accept. 
It is through mercy and truth that iniquity is purged. It's a power thing. You have to accept the truth of the matter and you call upon the mercy. That is where the beginning of your health, your journey starts, your total repentance means turning around, turning back, going back to the high place in God in your mind. The word repentance, repent, comes from the word tent. Tent house is the topmost building, topmost house in the building. So when you repent, that means your mind is going back to God. But you may not be able to help everyone. If they are a scorner, they are not going to receive your help. So you leave them alone, pray for them. But if someone needs help, they have some kind of addiction, you save them with fear, pulling them out of fire, taking even the garment sorted by the flesh. That means you should be hating that habit. If you're going to help someone who has got a habit of drinking, Amen? You know that habit is bad, but you need to help the person. If he will receive your help, some may not. So those people, you leave them aside, making a difference. 24. Now unto him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. To the only wise God, our Savior, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and forever. Amen. Let's go back to verse 24 again. Alright, let's read in Canada and then I'll explain. 20 to 25. <laughs> ಕರುಣೆಗೋಸ್ಕರ Prabhava, Mahatva, Adipatya, Adikaragalu, Igalu, Yavagalu, Irali. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's look at verse 24. That verse is very precious to me because 23 years ago, when the proposal from Pastor, my husband, came to me, see, I wasn't looking around for marriage. I wasn't even praying about marriage, honestly. I was praying for my senior friends who are believers. And when the proposal came, I prayed about it. I knew for certain it's from God. Alright? I don't want to go deep into the matter how I knew it was from God. You know, maybe some other time, the time permits. But, there was a lot of voices of reasoning from the elders in my own church. Which I'm talking about outside voices versus the spirit of God, the plan of God in your spirit. The counsel of God in your spirit. Others' voices can be friendly advice, amen, good advice. They said, oh, this man, how can you marry him? He has such a bad testimony. But as I prayed about it, knowing his past, I prayed about it, I was very certain this is from God. And this is the answer I gave to them. He is able to keep me from falling. Because my trust is not in a person. My trust is in Jesus. If my Jesus said, this is the person for you, this is the person for you. That's all. 
because I told God that time way before I met him, Daddy, Papa, you are my father. If you ever want me to get married, fine. If you don't want me to get married, fine. I just want to serve you. Amen. Long story short, 23 and a half years later, it is God who is keeping us. I mean, we all have flesh. We all have to deal with our flesh. But God is throwing His plan and purpose. Amen. So even in that situation, you have to draw the counsel from deep inside rather than the counsel of even Christians. Even friendly advice, good counsel, it sounds good, but it may not be God's counsel for you. Always check God's counsel in your spirit. Hallelujah. Let's go back to Proverbs chapter 9. So we read up to verse 10 and we saw the knowledge of the Holy, how the Holy One, how He operates. Let's go back to Proverbs 9. Let's continue on. So we see Lady Wisdom. Now verse 11. For by me thy days shall be multiplied, and the years of thy life shall be increased. Next verse, please. If thou be wise, thou shalt be wise for thyself, but if thou scornest, thou alone shalt bear it. A foolish woman is clamorous, she is simple and knoweth nothing. The simple here means foolish. For she sits at the door of her house, on a seat in the high places of the city, to call passengers who go right on their ways. Next verse. Whoso is simple, let him turn him hither, and as for him that wanted understanding, she says to him, stolen waters are sweet, and bread eaten in secret is pleasant, but he knoweth not that the dead are there, and that her guests are in the depths of hell. Shall we read in Canada, please? 11 to 18. Nanna mulaka, nina dinagalu hechyavu, nina jeevanada varushagalu vritti agavu, nina jnani agidari, nina staki nini jnani agirvi, nina ninnison adari, nini adanu anubarisvi, buddhi inalada sriyu krugata davalu, avalu ajnani yenu tivi davalu, tana maneya bhagil nalli, patanada ekkaravada salagalalli, See, you see the comparison between two wisdom. One is godly wisdom, one is worldly wisdom. And they seemingly saying the same thing. Lady Wisdom is calling, come, come, I prepared for you, come, come to my way. But this worldly wisdom also is calling them, come, come. And she is saying, stolen waters are sweet, bread eaten in secret is nice. See, the worldly wisdom does not have an eternal consequence, so to speak. It's like now, enjoy pleasure now. There is pleasure in sin now. But she does not show you the eternal consequence that the end result is dead. Godly wisdom tells you, shows you the end from the beginning. She shows you there's going to be length of days, riches and honor. Come to me, come to me, she's calling. But it sounds almost similar. So this guy who's walking in his way and is going towards wisdom can also be dissuaded by the worldly wisdom. You know, yesterday, a day before yesterday, I think, or yesterday, I don't remember, 
I had made a very nice breakfast for my son and I said, come, come and eat. Then he heard me, but finally he was distracted by the TV. And I was remembering that it's just like Lady Wisdom. She's like dinner bell. She's calling you, come, 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 I prepared for you. And while you're going and suddenly you're distracted by something else and you just forget something hot and ready is prepared for you. So remember that in all thy getting, go for it. Get understanding, get wisdom. And don't be distracted by the worldly wisdom that's trying to dissuade you, the reasoning that's trying to show you something else is more important than what God has in His way. Hallelujah. Praise God. So, see, this same comparison you see in James, right? James chapter 3, 13 to 17. God is always showing us the difference, the, the comparison. James 3, James 3, 13 to 17. Who is the wise man and endued with knowledge among you? Let him show out of a good conversation or conduct or lifestyle his word with meekness of wisdom. Last week we saw, you know, uh, Pastor was talking about how Jesus was meek. He was displaying meekness of wisdom. See, meekness is not weakness. Okay, what is meekness? Meekness is power under control. You have all the power, all the authority, you can just crush that person right there, but you are putting it under control for the sake of wisdom. Amen. Jesus could have called 12 legions of angels and power and destroyed the entire community there. But he was displaying meekness of wisdom. Alright? Next verse please. But if you have bitter envy and strife in your heart, glory not and lie not against the truth. This wisdom descended not from above, but is earthly, sensual, devilish. Alright? For where envy and strife is, there is confusion in every evil work. So this is talking about the worldly wisdom. Amen? Proverbs 9, verse 1. You know, the beginning part is God's wisdom, the last part is the worldly wisdom. This is again the worldly wisdom. Okay? In the Message Bible, it talks about twisting the truth to make you sound wise is not wisdom. Exactly this verse. Twisting the truth to make yourself sound wise is not wisdom. You understand that? Alright, so we continue on. Verse 17, this is God's wisdom. But the wisdom that is from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, easy to be entreated, full of mercy and good fruit, without partiality and without hypocrisy. Amen. Hallelujah. Can you please read that in Canada, the entire section? Nimali jnaniyu buddhivantanu yaru antavanu yogya vagi naredukondu jnanada satikvattadalli tana kriyegalanu torisali adare kaiyada hagetana mattu jagala nimma hrudadalagi iruvalli nivu satyake virodavagi sulladi Hogalakola 
ಕರುಣೆಯಿಂದಲೂ ಒಳ್ಳೆ ಫಲಗಳಿಂದಲೂ ತುಂಬಿರುವಂತದ್ದು ಆಗಿದೆ ಅದರಲ್ಲಿ ಪಕ್ಷಪಾತವೂ ಕಪಟವೂ ಇಲ್ಲ The gospel is so simple that it's foolishness to the world. How did you get faith? You believed in your heart, you called out to God. Same way, take the verses. Believe in your heart, meditate on those verses. Amen? Speak those verses over your situation. Keep that simplicity in Christ. Otherwise, if we associate with fools and their foolish talk, we can allow through that a close association our minds to be corrupted. we need to examine ourselves are we in pride amen because of pride lucifer fell and became satan corrupted wisdom the world's wisdom the comparison of god's wisdom and world's wisdom in proverbs 9 comparison of god's wisdom and world's wisdom in james 3 so examine ourselves don't think we are you know beyond that we must check ourselves what are we spending our time most on All right, who are we letting our mind space, you know, speaking into our life most? And remember, the counsel of God is in your spirit, and a man of understanding will draw it out. But you must learn to separate your soul and spirit through the word of God. The word of God will separate your soul and spirit. Joints and marrow, intents of the heart, amen, the son of the thought, hallelujah. So get that word for your situation. No matter how good other counsel or reasoning is, you can listen to them. Some counsels are good natural wisdom, some good advice. But concerning the issues of your life, you need wisdom from God for your life. It's your journey. It's your journey with God. No matter how good other people say, they can confirm, they can confirm what God is speaking to you. So search deep. Get the word of God for your situation. Meditate on those words. Praying in the Holy Ghost. Building yourself. Worshipping God. Until the peace of God. Peace of God comes and mount God. And let that peace lead you. Amen. That's for direction. Hallelujah. And we saw how association is very important. Alright. And also we can pray for wisdom. You know, Ephesians prayer. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 16 onwards. You know, you're praying for a spirit of wisdom and revelation. We cease not to give thanks for ourselves. So you can personalize this prayer when you're praying for yourself or when you're praying for the church. You know, for example, when I pray for the church, I say, I cease not to give thanks for Grace Chapel making mention of us in my prayers. Amen. Hallelujah. In verse 17, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto us the spirit of wisdom. and revelation in the deep and intimate knowledge of Him. Praise God. You pray this prayer all the way down. And Colossians 1.9, that also you can, you know, there's a nice prayer there. These are spirit-inspired prayers for the church. For this cause, we also, since the day we heard it, we do not cease to pray for Grace Chapel and to desire that we might be filled with the full, deep and clear knowledge of His will in all wisdom. and spiritual understanding to walk worthy of the Lord. Amen. You see, He has made us worthy. We are born again. We are worthy in His sight. But our walk, our walk, in order to walk worthy, we need all wisdom. We need all wisdom. You see, the Bible says, He who wins soul is wise. That is one wisdom. Alright? 
but we need wisdom in all areas. Wisdom in marriage, wisdom in raising children, wisdom to reign in this life as king, wisdom to reign the government, wisdom to be a student. You need wisdom in every area. Hallelujah. So in order to walk worthy of the Lord, we need to be filled with all wisdom. So that prayer, and then we can pray James 1. He who lacks wisdom, ask him. God will give it to you. But ask without wavering. God is not partial, alright? But ask in faith, nothing wavering. For he that wavered is like a wave of the sea, driven with the wind and tossed. Hallelujah. I know we went ahead and spoke a few scriptures. Maybe you can uh, read a little bit of those verses. So, meditate on the word concerning wisdom, come for study of wisdom, spend time walking with the wise people who are walking in wisdom, alright, pray, ask God for wisdom. Nana prarthana galalli nimagoskara vijnapane maadi, nanu nimma nimittavagi edabidari devarige stotra maadutene. Nama kartanada Yesu Krishna devaru, prabhavapurnada tandivu agir vatanu, tana vishayavada ನಿಮಗೆನುಗ್ರಹಿಸಲಿಕ್ರಮವು ಆತನ ಬಲಾತಿಶಯ ಎಷ್ಟು ಮಹತ್ವವಾದದೆಂಬುದನ್ನು ನೀವು ತಿಳಿದುಕೊಳ್ಳುವಂತೆ ಅನುಗ್ರಹಿಸಲಿ ಹಾಲಿಯ ಇನ್ ಕನ್ಕ್ಲೂಷನ್ ಲೆಟ್ಸ್ ಲುಕ್ ಅಟ್ ಮ್ಯಾಥ್ಯೂ ಚಾಪ್ಟರ್ 12 ವರ್ಸ್ 42 ಆಲ್ರೈಟ್ ಟು ವರ್ಸಸ್ ಲೆಟ್ಸ್ ಟು ವರ್ಸಸ್ ಅಂಡ್ ದೆನ್ ವಿ ವಿಲ್ ಕ್ಲೋಸ್ ವಿತ್ ದಟ್ ಮ್ಯಾಥ್ಯೂ 12:42 ಹಿಯರ್ ಟಾಕ್ಸ್ ಅಬೌಟ್ ದ ಕ್ವೀನ್ ಆಫ್ ಶೀಬಾ ದ ಕ್ವೀನ್ ಆಫ್ ದ ಸೌತ್ ಶಾಲ್ ರೈಸ್ ಅಪ್ ಇನ್ ದ ಜಡ್ಜ್ಮೆಂಟ್ ವಿತ್ ದಿಸ್ ಜನರೇಷನ್ ಅಂಡ್ ಶಾಲ್ ಕಂಡೆಮ್ ಇಟ್ for she came from the uttermost parts of the earth to hear the wisdom of solomon and behold a greater than solomon is here and uh, luke chapter 11:31 please we need two verses right the queen of the south shall rise up in the judgment with the men of this generation and condemn them for she came from the utmost parts of the earth to hear the wisdom of Solomon and behold a greater than Solomon is here can you please have that in Canada nyaya vicharaneyalli dakshinada raniyu ee santadevarandige eddu ivarannu kandisuvalu yakendare aakeyu solomonana jnanavannu keludakkagi bhoomiya katta kadeyinda bandalu idu illi solomonigintalu daddavanittane See here we need to understand that Jesus is talking about the Jewish people he was addressing them but this can also refer to the body of Christ who are not seeking wisdom okay she is saying i came from thousands of miles or kilometers on camels i mean what kind of transportation of those days she sat on a camel hundreds and thousands of miles and i don't know the exact distance i'm just thinking from ethiopia side all the way you know coming to israel i mean you can do the calculation there she came on a journey on camel and she brought offerings can you imagine bringing offerings to the most the richest person on the earth because she did not come just for him she came for the treasure within him 
the wisdom. She came with hard questions and he was able to answer all the questions. Alright? So, right now, I mean, she is going to look at us and give us a thumbs up. And she is among the cloud of witnesses. She said, come on guys, you are going for it. I know the trouble you all took. The traffic, the rain, the roadblocks, the road diggups. You have come with your children, your babies and all kinds of situations. She is among the cloud of witnesses cheering us. And the Grace Chapel team has made this teaching so easily available. It's now it's like going to people's own houses through internet. But if they still, in spite of how easy it is, choose not to go get it, she's going to say, hey, come on. I came from so far. I came with all these offerings to get wisdom. What are you guys doing? You see, the pillars, the beings are going to testify. She's going to testify. So let's go get wisdom, get understanding. And all our getting, let's get wisdom. And read the result of length of days, riches and honor. Hallelujah. We worship you, Father. We praise you. We bless you. We honor you. Thank you for Father God. We ask for wisdom in every area of our lives, Father God. We worship and praise for wisdom to raise up children. Wisdom in treating relationships in marriage and brothers and sisters, hallelujah, cousins and relatives. Wisdom to interact with church members. Wisdom, Lord God, to behave in the house of God. Hallelujah. We ask for wisdom, Father. Give the leaders of our nation wisdom to govern the affairs of our nation's wifely father. We thank you for filling us with all wisdom. Thank you for teaching us to grow in wisdom, Jesus. We thank you, Father. We love you. We adore you. And we praise you, Father. We believe you receive this wisdom for we ask in faith, nothing wavering in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. We're going to receive our Wednesday night um, offering. So, if you want to give, give cheerfully what your purpose in your heart. Amen. Check in your heart and check with God what you want to give and give that cheerfully. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise you, Father. We worship you. We worship in the name of Jesus, Lord. We praise you. We sow. We give into your hands, Father. Thank you so much, Lord God. Hallelujah. Thank you for your blessings are ours. Blessings of Abraham belongs to us, Father. We are blessed in the city. We are blessed in the field. We are blessed going out. We are blessed coming in. Whatever we lay our hands to do, it prospers in Jesus' name. Thank you for blessing us in the land which you swore to our fathers to give us. We are blessed in our storehouses. We are blessed in the fruit of our body. We are blessed in the fruit of our cattle. We are blessed in the fruit of our kind. We are blessed to increase. We are the head and not the tail. Above only and never beneath. We are more than conquerors of Christ Jesus our Lord. We shall learn to domination and we shall not borrow because we're going to be super, super, super loaded that we are able to learn to many nations and not borrow. We praise, we praise, we praise, we praise, we praise, we praise you, Jesus, for you have paid the price. You have paid the price. You have paid the price and you have given us this blessing. Therefore, we give you all the glory, honor and praise in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. You are blessed. If you want prayers, you may come in front. I'll also ask Pastor Anup and Anne, Brother Joji and Gwangye to help to pray if anyone needs prayer. Otherwise, you are blessed and enjoy the rest of your week.